the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Stop eating meat. And forget the cheese if you want to save the planet. Uh, does that sound a little strange to you? How would um, how would you like to have a president of the United States who believes that? Maybe you've heard of uh, Cory Booker, uh, the senator from New Jersey. Uh, you remember he has an imaginary friend named T-Bone. Uh, we played a story about that for you last week, uh, Corey talking about that. Corey announced that he was running for president a little while ago, and that got people talking about his imaginary friend T-Bone. And uh, we showed you, that we, as I said, we played the video. Uh, Corey used to tell stories about a black guy from the streets of Newark who used to give Corey advice when he was mayor of Newark. Corey had to later admit that he made all that up. He hadn't. Uh, he said T-Bone was actually a composite character. And, of course, he was given a pass by the media. Imagine for a minute what the media, uh, wh- how it would react. They would react if, it, if Donald Trump had created an imaginary friend. But Corey has gotten past that, and now he's running for president. Corey's a vegan. He was interviewed by uh, Vegan Magazine uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he said the planet can't sustain people eating meat. Now, keep that in mind while you're eating dinner tonight. Corey told Veg News Magazine that he became a vegan, or or as, or as it became vegan anyway, vegan. Anyway, he's, he's, he became a vegan after uh, coming to the uh, realization that eating eggs, and this is a quote, didn't align with my spirit. Let's think about that for a minute. What would you do, what would your reaction be if you were having breakfast with one of your friends tomorrow? And he said, uh, I'm not going to have my normal eggs benedict today because, well, they're not aligning with my spirit. Would you start to be a little concerned? This guy wants to be president of the United States, according to Veg News. Corey would like to make uh, to nudge Americans toward fake cheese because the planet can't survive if the American diet becomes too widespread. Here's a quote. The tragic reality is this planet simply can't sustain billions of people consuming industrially produced animal agriculture because of environmental impact. If I could get an interview with Corey, I'd have to ask him, what would happen if tomorrow everybody replaced the meat in their diet with salad? Where would we get all the lettuce, and do they make fake blue cheese dressing? Because Corey thinks America should be nudged toward eating fake cheese. That's who they have running for president on the Democratic side. He may not be the weirdest one running. When we come back, we're going to talk about the stink around the story that Jussie Mollett has been putting out there, and it doesn't smell very good. I'll tell you that right now. Stick around. Employers, are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country? A plan that pays you back every year? This is John Stagerwald from Marley Financial. Whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial has a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace. Marley has been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individuals and businesses. And only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back. Call 724-884-1496 for unbiased, top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. Call Marley now. 724-884-1496 724-884-1496 or visit MarleyFG.com G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. I want to personally thank all my Plug-In Pest Free customers who have taken the time out to call, write, and who have left messages to thank me for ridding their homes and businesses of unwanted rodent and pest problems. So from me to you, I thank you. Plug-In Pest Free is the only scientifically tested and, more importantly, consumer-proven electromagnetic pest management system since 1995. Why put up with those annoying rodents and pests any longer? 
Plug-in Pest Free is 100% chemical free, making it your safest bet to manage your rodent and pest problems around your family and pets. With a 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com today. If this were just any door, and this were just any ignition, connected to just any transmission, in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty for up to five years. Which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through February 28th. Come in today and we'll help cover your first month's payment. Offer available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Because in the end, it's absolute confidence in genuine Mercedes-Benz parts, or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned, or it isn't. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on credit towards your first month's payment and certified pre-owned warranties. Here's the truth, America. Hugh Hewitt for PatriotMobile.com. Your cell phone company is probably funding anti-Second Amendment groups. Patriot Mobile, which is America's only conservative cell phone company, does the opposite. If you are fed up with disgusting policies like New York's new late-term abortion law or Mayor Bloomberg's gun control seizure plans, make the simple switch to Patriot Mobile. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile. Get reliable nationwide coverage. Watch your hard-earned dollars fight for the First and Second Amendment rights, border security, and the sanctity of life. Veteran-led Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every bill to conservative causes like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, and the Susan B. Anthony List. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy, and their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $20 a month. Need more motivation? Mention Hugh, that's me, H-U-G-H, when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or visit them online at patriotmobile.com slash Hugh to get up to two activation fees waived. Enough is enough. Join the fight today. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, maybe you've heard the story of poor Jesse Mollett, a gay black man and star of a TV show, Empire. I had never heard of the guy. But anyway, he was attacked by a couple of guys wearing Make America Great hats. Jesse says they broke his ribs, put a rope around his neck, called him names, and said he was in MAGA country. I don't know about you, but I thought the story smelled funny from day one. And it smells even worse now. Tyler O'Neill is covering the story for PJ Media, and he joins us now. Tyler, thanks for being here. My pleasure, John. So, uh, have there been any developments today, at least uh, since your story anyway, uh, this morning that I saw on Drudge? Uh, any more evidence that Jesse is telling the truth? As, as of yet, we've not seen that much evidence that he's telling the truth. As for... Uh, as for evidence to the contrary, it seems, and of course this is, uh, we, we can't know for certain, but it seems as though a hot sauce uh, bottle containing a bleach-like liquid was planted Uh-oh. at the scene after uh, after the police originally uh, did their did their analysis of the scene, so... So uh, so explain the importance of this hot sauce bottle and why someone might want to plant one there. Yeah, so Smollett had claimed that his attackers, you know, the people he says were wearing Make America Great Again hats and screamed, this is MAGA country, while uh, mm-hmm. they also attacked him, uh, had poured an unknown bleach-smelling liquid on him and put a noose around his neck. Uh, the... The police did not find uh, the evidence of this bleach-smelling liquid while they originally while they originally looked at the scene, but now it has come to light after the fact, which suggests that somebody wanted to corroborate uh, the story and might may have planted it wow. after investigation. Now, uh, do you? Uh, are you a crime beat guy? Is this your is this your normal uh, beat, or is this uh, just something that you had to stumble upon and then you were assigned to? Yeah, no, this was this was something that I've been 
following a little bit in the background for a while, but I, I mostly focus on legal, uh, religious freedom, and uh, other big political. Oh, okay. Topics. Okay, but, but this one becomes becomes big when you have people claiming, you know, Trump supporters in MAGA hats are uh, yeah doing this crime, and there's no evidence of it. And there have been many other cases, I'm sure everybody's aware, where um, situations looked like um, uh, some kind of a, a hate crime or, uh, you know, somebody writing something on a wall. Uh, I think it was at the Air Force Academy and everybody gets becomes all outraged. And then you find out that the person who did it was actually uh, the person who was claiming to be the target was the person who. Who did you know painted the, the the words on the wall? So this isn't this isn't something that's never happened before. No, yeah, these hoaxes have been increasing uh, since Trump announced his his candidacy, uh, because a lot of people claim, and I mean there there may be some evidence to support uh, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more of these events yeah. that were real. Since Trump started running for president, but in general, people like to use the Trump phenomenon as an excuse to say, oh, we're being more oppressed mm-hmm. um, because you have this patriot in the White House. Right. Now, you report that there are rumors swirling that the cops are considering uh, charging him with uh, filing a false report. How close do you think they might be to doing that? <laughs> That's an excellent question. Uh, we have Chicago Police Department spokesman Anthony Guglielmi. I probably pronounced his name wrong, but he said that uh, we are very appreciative of the victim's cooperation. However, the records provided do not meet the burden for a criminal investigation as they were limited and heavily redacted, which means that the Chicago police are glad that uh, that Smollett turned over some of his phone records, but the way that he redacted portions of those phone records shows that there's no case that they can bring against anyone. And they have yet to identify any real suspects, Yeah, which means that as this continues, the chances that they're going to, uh, to file, to charge him with filing a false report as, uh, Superintendent Eddie Johnson said last week, those chances increase. How, how seriously do you think, or how, you know, it's kind, of, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing because you have someone who starts out as a victim and ends up as a criminal if they charge him with committing a crime. Um, you know, how confident are they going to have to be to swing it back the other way and charge him? I mean, what, what, they don't have any evidence yet that, that, um, he was attacked the way he said, but they don't really have any evidence to show that he wasn't either, do they? Yeah, as of this point, it does not seem that they do. So, unfortunately, given the public eye on the case and the fact that it is the star of this TV show, mm-hmm. uh, the they're probably going to proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. But also, given the fact that there has been so much attention on this case, they're going to have to make some sort of move if nothing continues to come out in support of Smollett's story. They may have to, and I I hope they take the position that their hands are tied, but look, we can't have people claiming, you know, having these false claims, taking up police time. Because I've I've been reached, uh, someone reached out to me saying that he had a case where he was uh, assaulted in that area, and the police did not have the bandwidth to take up his claims. And it's a very interesting situation where there are unsolved cases in this area, but the police are focusing a lot of their efforts on the Julie Smollett case, when, or on the Jesse Smollett case, while there's no evidence supporting it. Wow. Uh, uh, right now, it would seem that the surveillance video does more to hurt his case. Uh, has all the avail- available video been located at this point and looked at? Yeah, it seems it seems as though the available video has been, and we have not 
seen any potential uh, potential perpetrators on the video, which really strikes against his claims. And they, but they have literally thousands of. Uh, I don't know what. You, how do you measure the video? It's not feet, but it's. You know they have they have lots of cameras in that area, and just about every square inch is covered by a camera, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really beggars belief that these these purported uh, perpetrators were able to skirt through the area, carry out this very loud uh, attack, and then disappear without ever emerging on any of these cameras. Because you wouldn't, uh, um, they don't have to actually necessarily see the video of him actually being assaulted. They need to, they they could see video of someone coming into and and leaving the scene. And that for a while they had a couple of uh, persons of interest there, but they just happened to be a couple of stragglers, right? Yeah, there's no, there's no suggestion. I mean, it's, it's certainly not clear from the footage that these people were, involved in anything like Smollett is claiming. Wow. Now, and if, I mean, I, this thing didn't smell very good to me from the beginning. Did you come into this story with the idea that uh, that you were a little bit skeptical? Uh, that, that Were you buying it from the beginning? My coworkers uh, were mostly working on this, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I was following their reporting, and it, it was funny because the, we all were skeptical in general at the beginning, but we weren't necessarily willing to stake our reputations on uh, on being skeptical because mm-hmm. it was a very very popular, very covered case. Uh, there was actually some debate on our end as to whether or not we would cover it, and then when we did, uh, we started getting a lot of attention because it really is something that the mainstream media should be covering more and should be not yeah. just assuming that this guy is telling the truth. Right. Uh, I, this becomes a bigger story, does it not, if um, if he's not telling the truth? Because being, unfortunately, you know, being beaten up, and even if it's a hate crime, is not it's not the most unusual thing. But someone making up a story like that is very unusual and, and a serious thing. Oh, yes. Very serious indeed. Taking up police time and uh, perpetrating, you know, making it seem as though there's actual hatred and malice out there when there isn't. That's that's a very serious, misleading thing. Even if it wasn't uh, taking up valuable police time. Yeah, and I mean that that creates um, suspicion all over the country. It it. Um, it confirms for people what ideas they might have about everybody who follows or agrees with Donald Trump, and it's it's really kind of a rotten thing to do if it's if he's faking this. Well, it reminds me of the after the Covington, uh, the Covington Catholic boy, yeah. more and more came out showing that uh, it wasn't this horrific hate that they had against the Native American man, and as that came out, you had liberal media outlets actually doubling down, uh, coming out and saying, look, the MAGA hats of themselves are hateful, and even if the Covington Catholic boys were not uh, doing what we thought they were, then you know it doesn't really matter because these hats are a symbol of white supremacy. Right. And as these, this case, he's using the hats as and, I mean, we don't know. He could be telling the truth. This could have happened. I am highly, highly skeptical. But I don't want to uh, I don't want to come down too hard on him if he is telling the truth in the vanishingly small likelihood. But if he's making this up, this is a very serious chart, very serious uh, attack against Trump supporters in general and against what those hats stand for, because they don't stand for hate. Right. We're talking to Tyler O'Neill of PJ Media. He's covering the story of uh, Jussie Smollett, by the way, who I never heard of before this, uh, and, and whether or not he was attacked by some Trump supporters wearing hats, which, uh, you know, the more you talk about it, the more ridiculous it sounds. But, you know, you can't you have to take his word for it from the beginning because you, I mean, because you have to. But but um, 
Oh, uh, the neighbors. Well, first of all, I gave. I have. I came up with a name for this when, it, when you brought up the Covington thing. And as a reporter, maybe you can identify with this. I think what we're running into now is um, wishful thinking journalism. Um, it's it's you. People approach the story hoping that the worst is true because the because it, it it's it's going to make Donald Trump or his followers look bad or conservatives in general. Well, I think it actually goes deeper than that. Uh, I've been mulling uh, I'm actually a book on this idea that uh, it's called I call it intersectional doublespeak. Uh, they take the intersectional approach of extreme identity politics and redefine the terms of the debate, saying that if you disagree with transgender identity, if you disagree with the idea of reparations, if you disagree with any of a long laundry list of things, you are of yourself hateful. And there's this group called the Southern Poverty Law Center right. that labels people hate groups and puts them on a list with the KKK and puts them on a map that's inspired terrorist attacks just because they don't agree with the FPLC's far-left political agenda. I think the Knights of Columbus made their list recently. I don't... Actually, that's a very... I have not heard that. I'll, I'll check on it. I think they but may I have. That Senate Democrats jumped on, jumped down the throat of somebody who was a Knights of Columbus member yeah. because he was part of a group that was anti-women's rights and anti-LGBT, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's, it's bad. Well, it's essentially becoming a religious test for office. Uh, getting back to Jesse here for a second, and we're talking to Tyler O'Neill of PJ Media. Now, how have the Chicago media handled this story? Have they gone? Have they been over backwards to believe him? Have are they? Are, is there anyone in local TV or local newspapers there um, writing about the possibility that he could be charged and that this is all a hoax? Well, I think the the very local outlets seem to be covering the uh, seem to be covering the, the chances that he could be charged and that he could be lying. But when it comes to national outlets and when it comes to the bigger outlets, they're a lot more hesitant, mm-hmm. um, partially because, you know, he's he's a black man and he's gay and you don't want to uh, you don't want to cross him. Well, it's, to me, t- uh, Tyler, it's, it's a g- another case of wishful thinking. If 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 there had been evidence uh, supporting his claim. They'd be all over this story. It would be huge. But the fact that it's beginning to look a little shaky, uh, it seems to me that they're, they're, it's not that interesting to them anymore. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons we haven't seen the March for Life covered much until this past year when they could go with the angle of, oh, look at these horrible March for Lifers. Yeah. So it's it's the same thing. So well, uh, if you were to, uh, if I were to make you place a bet on how this is going to turn out, where would you put your money? I think, given given what I've seen, Smollett is is not telling the truth, mm-hmm. and I think the police will uh, will actually file charges, and I think it's going to be a very interesting mea culpa moment for the media. Wow. Well, um, what do you think the uh, how how long will the media how much time will the media spend on the hoax part of it? Do you think I, I have a feeling it would go away very fast? It's it could be a flash in the pan. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's <laughs> that's probably the most likely. Um, it, it was funny seeing though when Trump got elected. There were these think pieces. Oh, we need to understand Middle America. We need to understand how this happens. And then suddenly that that idea sizzled out. Uh, so we could see something similar here. Hey, uh, Tyler, I appreciate you um, taking the time to talk to us, and I'll be watching. And I have a feeling that uh, you're going to be writing about a major hoax here pretty soon. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> My pleasure, John. Have a have a good. Okay, we'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The drug lord nicknamed El Chapo has been convicted on all 10 counts of a federal indictment in New York. After three months of sometimes lurid testimony that included stories of torture and murder, political payoffs and narrow escapes through tunnels, the jury convicted Joaquin Guzman on drug trafficking charges. U.S. Attorney Richard Donahue says the 61-year-old drug lord is going to a maximum security prison for the rest of his life. It is a sentence from which there is no escape. And no return. El Chapo became famous in part for prison escapes in Mexico. He stared straight-faced at the jury as the verdict was read. His lawyers say he remained upbeat despite the conviction. Sentencing was set for June 25th. Warren Levinson, New York. On Wall Street, a good day as the Dow was up by 372 points. The Nasdaq rose 107. The S&P advanced 35. Oil up 69 cents to 53.10 a barrel. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Mike Gallagher doesn't understand where the Democrats are coming from. This group of angry, scowling Democrats who wouldn't even clap when the president recited the historic low unemployment for black and Hispanic Americans. They didn't clap for that. Why not? How could you not clap for that? The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. Hurt in an accident? I can't help you. But if you've invented a new product, improved an existing device, or need help registering a trademark, call me, Attorney Gary Topoloski, at 877-5-PATENT. I've been helping clients protect their ideas for nearly 35 years. Email me at patentlawyerpittsburgh.com. Ask about my discounts for veterans and seniors. 877-572-8368. Now's the time to pursue your dreams, but let's protect them first. Tax season is here again, with more tax law changes than we've seen in 30 years. But no matter how difficult your return is, William Egan CPA can make it easy. William Egan is the local CPA for everyday people. Bill and his staff can demystify your tax filing process for less money than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. He's been doing it for over 20 years. He can do it for you. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people, like you, at SteelCityCPA.com. Employers are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country? A plan that pays you back every year. This is John Stoggerwald from Marley Financial. Whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial has a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace. Marley has been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individuals and businesses. And only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you you back. Call 724-884-1496 for unbiased, top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. Call Marley now, 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit marleyfg.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Seeing some slow going all around the area with the wet roads to watch out for. And those delays include the Parkway East. On the outbound side, really heavy 2nd Avenue to Edgewood, Swissvale. Slow inbound Edgewood, Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. We're busy both ways around Crosstown Boulevard and we're also seeing delays on the Parkway North outbound from McKnight Road to Cemetery Lane. 51 outbound heavy Midwood Avenue to Library Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. 
Flood watch continues until 1 a.m., but tonight we will see the rain end as a little snow. Little or no accumulation, but will drop to 26, so icy spots will develop. Blustering and colder tomorrow with clouds and a couple of flurries. High will be near 30. Still cloudy tomorrow night, low 26. Then clouds break for partial sun as it turns noticeably milder Thursday. High will be 47. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, The Answer. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. You've heard the term white supremacist, and it's uh, one that I think has been thrown around so much that it's lost its meaning, kind of like the word racist. Uh, white supremacist used to mean Adolf Hitler uh, or his friends in the Nazi party or maybe the Ku Klux Klan or maybe George Wallace. But it doesn't take much to be called one by a liberal these days. But what about a self-supremacist? Stella Morbido is a senior contributor to The Federalist, and she says we have a rampant self-supremacy problem. She joins us now. Thanks for being here, Stella. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Okay. uh, What is a self-supremacist? Well, uh, in very simple terms, it just means a control freak. But uh, Okay, thanks for being here. We'll see you later. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's it's something that i've been thinking about for a long time uh you know i've always had an interest in uh the inner workings of propaganda and agitation and mob psychology and how it's all used by power elites and um you know you can run across a control freak you know in any aspect of life you know Mm -hmm. they're in you know little high school cafeterias they're you know little mean girls they're playground bullies, they're, you know, the toxic boss, but you, you know, they're on the world stage as well, and, 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 uh, and in legislator, legislatures, and Congress, and, uh, you know, and, and on courts, they're just about everywhere, and it, it, it they just, uh, it, it's just a term I came up with to refer to kind of an out-of-control craving for political power, personal power, um, and, you know, in the piece that you cite, I, uh, you know, I refer to, uh, you know, quite a few examples. I think we can all think of a million examples. Yeah, and uh, I, everybody should check it out. It's uh, at thefederalist.com, and Stella's piece uh, is about self-supremacy. And, uh, Stella, I think it's a term that I hope does catch on, because it really, it does, you, in the piece, you uh, do a great job of, um, of describing what the word means and why it should apply, and you do have some uh, some well-known examples in there. Oh, sure. You know, the first one that came to mind uh, is, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo of New York, uh, you know, with his infanticide bill, and then we have, uh, from the state of Virginia, from which, uh, you know, where I am, uh, you know, our uh, governor uh, uh, coming out with, uh, you know, kind of a wannabe Cuomo uh, support of a similar bill, and uh, you know, well, you know, I don't mention, but Hillary Clinton. I mean, you can go down the list. Yeah, you threw uh, Nancy Pelosi in there. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, the way at uh, the State of the Union, I'm sure you saw her mm-hmm. just kind of directing her little uh, her little uh, cohort there of. Um, um, what Molly Hemingway refers to on Twitter as the Mean Girl Caucus. Right. And, uh, you know, all dressed in white, interestingly. But um, anyway, it, it's, uh, you know, because the left is so enamored of using uh, language, basically perverting the language, as George Orwell, you know, uh, noted in his essay, Politics in the English Language, as well as his appendix to 1984, where he describes what newspeak is all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, really trying to undermine thought uh, by undermining the language. And um, I guess, you know, the term itself, I think, um, my, you know, intends kind of throw a wrench in that crazy machinery and, you know, get people thinking about what's really going on here. Uh, you know, if you look at... Uh, what I would say a self-supremacist uh, prefers in terms of a political system, it's always some form of um, tyranny. I mean, so, you know, they call it progressivism. It turns into, it really means socialism, which, of course, is always the prelude to communism, and, um, and it, which always means you get a little power clique and control, and usually, as Venezuela shows and all of 20th century history shows, uh, you know, some uh, strong man who ends up at the top uh, and, um, you know, uh, causing misery and scarcity and terror. 
And, and uh, we're talking to Stella Morbido, who wrote a great piece at The Federalist uh, today, thefederalist.com, about self-supremacy, a, a term she came up with, which I think is great, and does a great job of describing the uh, just about everybody on the left. But, um, but you also uh, point out that it, it's almost required uh, of a person to be a self-supremacist, to be in favor of universal health care, uh, and all those kinds of policies that um, seek to uh, control everybody's life, everything that you do. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, it, it's about total control. Well, totalitarianism, there's yeah. another term. Uh, it's all divide and conquer, all bait and switch. And that's, of course, what this whole, uh, you know, Green New Deal or, you know, Obamacare, I mean, those are all those are bait and switch schemes that um, all they do really in the end is... Um, concentrate power into the hands of very, very few. It's basically a matter of too much power in the hands of too few people, which is, you know, what those systems are all about. Yeah, do you think the, um, I mean, I, 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 I agree with you a thousand percent, and it's a perfect description of most of the people, if not all the people you see on the left, the, the most, you know, the most prominent politicians. But do you think that, like, what do you think their reaction would be to your piece? Do you think that they would see themselves in there at all, or are they oblivious? Oh no, no, they did. They would see Donald Trump if they want. If they were, you <laughs> yeah. know, thinking uh, about trying to place somebody there. But uh, of course, the difference there is, uh, you know, huge. Um, <laughs> he, he's he's um, uh, supporting a constitutional system of checks and balances. Uh, you know, he doesn't fire Robert Mueller. I mean, it's it's a very very. Uh, yeah, but that's what they would try to do. I mean, they have a very shallow uh, view of it if they have, if they're able to think it through at all, which they can't, is the problem. And, um, and uh, there, is there a better example anywhere of a self-supremacist than Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Because you talk about someone who wants to control everything. Is there anything we'd be allowed to do without her permission if she were made empress? Oh, not at all, no. I mean, she's the quintessential kind of uh, maybe where Hillary would have been, uh, you know, if, if uh, you know, she were 30 years old today or 29 yeah. years old today. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's all about um, the, you know, an unlimited appetite for controlling the lives of others. It, it's all about controlling the lives of others. And one of the things I mentioned in the piece is ultimately it's really about controlling human relationships. I know that might seem going a little deep for some people, but but when you when you think about what dividing and conquering is always about, it's about controlling um, relationships. Yeah, uh, and and uh, you know Alexis Tocqueville in Democracy in America even brings that up, and that was over that was like two hundred years ago. He said, if I can quote it correctly, that the tyrant doesn't, or the despot doesn't really care, uh, you know, what people think of him as long, or, or they, he doesn't care if they love him as long as they do not love each other. Yeah. And I, I just thought that was... Well, I thought that was a great, sorry to interrupt, but I thought that was a great part of your piece, uh, that their aim is to break up relationships, and that seems really evil and... You know, maybe it's giving them too much credit to be smart enough to do that. But uh, it would really that it, it, you make sense uh, the way you 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 present it that the relationships are not good for people who want to control everybody. That's right. You have real conversations and real you know uh, uh, cross pollination of ideas. If there's free speech, and and that leads to people being less isolated and less controlled. If you think about the cult leader. What is he? First thing he does, Jim Jones, for mm-hmm. example. I mean, it basically isolates people and then makes sure that there's no other source of influence uh, so that he can have total control. And you know, this a gaslighter does that, and it's um, it's a very um, kind of a, a very dark side of um, you know what what some people will do. But uh, I think ultimately. That's where a lot of these policies lead. I mean, uh, so many of the social policies are about breaking up families, breaking, you know, getting rid of 
parental um, right. authority over their own children, having the state take over. The you know it, it's um, it's about breaking up uh, human relationships, communities. You know, if there's breakdown of families, you get breakdown of communities. And and with political correctness, people are afraid to talk to one another. Um, they're afraid they're going to say the wrong thing and then be socially isolated or rejected. And um, that's the formula that's used to uh, separate people and isolate them is political correctness and identity politics. And it's really a, a, a description of exactly what's going on out there. I mean, if it's not necessarily a, a blatant or obvious attempt to break up a relationship, it's um, you can come uh, you can go about it uh, sneakily by by diminishing the importance of things like families. And um, and churches and oh, yeah. religion. And it's not necessarily mm-hmm. attacking them directly. You just oh, you just it's a long term process of diminishing their importance and, or ridiculing. Yeah, uh, people are you know the the fear of being humiliated is so intense. Uh, you know, unless you have a strong sense of self and you have a support system to fall back on. Uh, people very easily will cave. I mean, you know, you get legislators who you should know better, mm-hmm. you know, who, who cave on really important, uh, you know, really important issues. Like there was a bill in South Carol- uh, South Dakota, a red state that didn't get through committee that uh, that was just written up today in the Federalist as well, I think, by Margot Cleveland. And it didn't get through committee. It had to do with parental, uh, you know, the rights of parents not to... Um, you know, have the school teach them, you know, whether... I, 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 yeah, it was- I read the piece, and uh, it's also about whether the parents should be able to uh, decide whether their kids should have um, hormone treatments if, the, if, if somebody else decides that they uh, want to change genders. I think that's what was in the piece. Yes. And yeah. so, yes, you know, you is. don't you're, take, the, take the decision away from the parents. Well, and also threaten the loss of custody, take mm-hmm. the child out of the home. It's unbelievable. And that already happened in Ohio uh, last year, uh, at, you know, to parents whose uh, daughter said she was uh, male, and, and they didn't agree to the hormone treatment, and so uh, she was taken out. And so, I mean, this is really dangerous stuff. And these people, especially, you know, people who are elected to keep our, you know, to, you know, to keep things in check, uh, like Republicans in um, South Dakota. I mean, oh, for heaven, that should be, as right. Marco says, it's terrifying that uh, they could give in to whatever these pressures are. They should be able to stand up to that kind of pressure. But um, there's a lot of um, really dark things going on behind the scenes. So we need to be aware of a lot of that as well. And um, what's the cure, Stella? Oh. Well, like I say, it's, um, you know, a diet of free speech and plenty of exercise of it. Um, there was one commentator who said, and the Second Amendment, too. But, uh, you know, I mean, if things get really bad, but, uh, you know, it's uh, kind of a half joke. But the, uh, the, the point is uh, that if, if we don't speak out, we basically lose that right to speak. It, you know, it's a use it or lose it uh, proposition. So we can't we can't cave to um, the threat of social rejection, you know, and the fear of being politically incorrect. Um, we need to use our judgment at the times when, you know, it's really important that we speak up. And before I let you go, what the hell is intersectionality? I, I meant to mention actually that earlier, but I forgot. Yeah, it's a crazy new thing, especially on college campuses where. Uh, your social privileges are assessed and your social grievances are assessed. And so there's, it's kind of like a scorekeeping thing. So say, for example, you're white, male, heterosexual. I mean, you have a very low intersectionality uh, score, whereas if you're transgender and don't speak English and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of color, you have a higher score. It, it's all based, it's a system of grievances versus perceived privileges, uh, it, it's a, uh, it's stupid, but that's what that's about. And uh, I know it's you know, stupid. It's there's a lot of stupidity out there. I'll, I'll tell you that I'll tell you what's really smart is the piece you wrote. And uh, if I were um, 
the uh, the uh, if I was a if I were a self supremacist myself, I would insist on people using the term self supremacist from now on um, because it's a, a, you nailed it. So I really appreciate the piece, and I appreciate you being on with us. Thanks. Well, thank you so much. Okay, thank you, and we'll be right back. estate planning just for the wealthy. Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on estate planning for the everyday person. There's a lot that goes into it. People take more time picking out what car they're going to buy, where they're going to go to dinner, as opposed to what happens to my children. The state will dictate who gets what if you don't indicate who is to receive your stuff upon your passing. We want to make sure we plan appropriately so that they get the best of both worlds. They continue to receive the benefit and they get the inheritance. The other thing you have to think about is tax planning. We try to be proactive in the approach that we minimize any type of tax consequence when somebody dies, depending on the value of the estate. These taxes range anywhere from 45 to 40%. So we try to make sure that the beneficiary will receive as much as they legally are able to. Hear more on Conti's Law Sunday morning at 8.30. Here on The Answer. For immediate help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply. And you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-664-0310. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-664-0310 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-664-0310 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800 800- Six six four zero three ten. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For nine years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rachel approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. A uh, couple of things here before we go. One of them will be a, uh, a little sports note, but um, I just came across this during the break. Uh, I, apparently, Netflix has been has had a reboot of the of the show uh, One Day at a Time from a long time ago in the seventies, a Norman Lear show. And um, the headline here says, De- "Teen declares, I may be the lesbian Jesus on One Day at a Time." Netflix reboot. That's where we are. Um, 
it, you, you can't have a show. There wasn't a, I don't remember there being a lesbian theme in the show in the 70s or whatever it was. I know it's a different time. But you can't have a show on a network, especially if it's Netflix or HBO, that doesn't, within six minutes of the show starting, introduce a gay theme. I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I just does it. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having a gay theme once in a while, or maybe it should somewhat reflect the actual percentage of gay uh, people who do live on the planet, rather than every show has to have some kind of a conflict between one of the siblings who has to uh, come out to his his or her family. Um, I mean, sometimes it makes for a great story, makes for a great comedy even. But does it have to be as rampant or prevalent as it is? It's just, you, you, you can't escape it. So, uh, not that there's anything wrong with it, by the way. And then there's this story. Saw this earlier today. Um, Bill Belichick, he has a um, he has a boat, and he is uh, you know you put a name on your boat. I don't know what kind. It's just, that's not a. I saw a picture. Of it. It's not a huge boat, but it's a boat. I mean, obviously he lives in Boston, so or up there in New England. He's near the ocean, so you have a boat. Uh, but he put the name he put uh, the name that he put on the side of it. You know, to name the boat is. Eight rings, V-I-I-I rings, to, that's eight Super Bowl rings. Six as a head coach, two as an assistant coach that he won. And, you know, people, some people on Twitter saying it's great, it's a great power move, and it's, you know, great that he's, he's able to do that, and wow, isn't that wonderful. I don't have a big problem with it, but as soon as I saw it, as soon as I saw the story, I thought of Chuck Knoll, because Chuck Knoll won his four Super Bowls and didn't get nearly, still doesn't get the credit he should, but... He would never dream of putting that on his boat, and he was a he was big into sailing. He was a pilot. He was a, he was very much into having boats. I don't even know. I don't know if he had a name on his boat, but if he did, I would bet my life that it had nothing to do with anything he accomplished in football. Uh, and it's just not something that Chuck Knoll would do. Not that that makes him better than Bill Belichick. It just makes him different, and it makes it him someone I kind of like more than I like Bill Belichick because of. What I know Chuck Knoll would not have done, but congratulations to Bill. He did win eight rings, and what do I care? I'll see you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs>